you know, one of the problems for conspiracy skeptics with sites like Google and Facebook and Twitter, as they find ways of sort of improving the dialogue by killing off conspiracy theorists and people offering dangerous medical advice and stuff like that, it becomes very hard for you know, your friendly neighborhood conspiracy skeptic to actually sort of research this material. Uh, you know, if I were to suit search on moon landing hoax, uh, I'm not getting offered the crank sites, but I'm usually being offered, say, oh, you know, the Wikipedia, which explains why it's not a hoax, or, you know, Phil Plate's site, that, that, that kind of stuff. So trying to sort of tease out, well, what are they saying what are they actually saying is, is, is getting increasingly hard. Don't get me wrong now, I'm, I'm glad, say, the likes of QAnon and Proud Boys, etc., have been throttled on popular social networks, so the ones I use, and, and if it's been relegated to it's more the dark corners of the online universe, places I don't want to go, like, I don't know, Parler and Telegram and things, things like that. But, you know... It was a little disappointing when Biden was inaugurated and this whole QAnon mythology that, you know, one minute to noon Trump was going to lead a crack force of Green Berets to arrest Biden and hang Mike Pence and, and there would be a nationwide blackout to sort of signal the start of the revolution. And when that actually didn't happen, it was very hard to see in real time or even sort of go back and review the record, you know, how QAnon types were actually dealing with, basically, in in essence, when prophecy fails. There are many sort of uh, news sites and and other groups that are going to Telegram and, and, you know, Parler or, Gab and these these kinds of sites and sort of re- reconstructing how the fallout happened and 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 that's kind of, that's kind of kind of cool, but you know sort of the big question is you know what what is what is going to become of these millions of QAnon followers now that nothing happened the uh, you know Biden is now president Trump seems to have gone off to live in Florida nobody that attacked the Capitol and was arrested, was pardoned. Uh, and how, there's a great deal of, you know, what they call cognitive dissonance. How are QAnon types going to deal with this? And and if we do look to, to, to history, you know, find comparisons that we can look at to, to, you know, apocalyptic sort of end of the world cults and how they have dealt with, uh, you know, their leader setting a day, you know, this day, you know, May 21st, 2005, the world is going to end, and then it doesn't. And how do the followers deal deal with that? Uh, we saw, for example, called the Great Disappointment, uh, the led by a man named Miller, and, uh, you know, the, the, these dates were set, and then the world didn't end, and the date was, you know, kind of tweaked. Oh, I got the math wrong. I forgot to carry the two, that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, people, again, you know, went to the hillside and waited for uh, to be swept up by, uh, you know, flaming chariots or whatever, and that didn't happen. And and, and what what happened to these people? Uh, you know, did they all just sort of go, oh, gosh, golly, I guess I was wrong? Uh, some certainly did, but, but others found ways to 
redo the do the math. So really, you know, this is the QAnon. I I think if if you're sort of wondering, you know, where which what where are these QAnon people gonna go now? Uh, I do think we can look to the the history of of the uh, what they call the Great Disappointment, the the, uh, the the Millerites who are expecting the end end of the world, um, as well as the, the Herald Camping types uh, that were expecting the end of end of the world. Uh, where or there was a, a, a good book written a number of decades ago called When Prophecy Fails about basically a, a UFO cult that that uh, thought on a certain day that the world was going to be destroyed and the UFOs were going to come and pick up the the uh, the truly faithful to the UFO cult and and so there's a lot of really kind of good historical evidence about how people deal with this and, and where do they go and and so I I think uh, if you are wondering you know hey what's QAnon what are these QAnon members going to going to do. I, I think we can uh, look to that and determine where they are likely to go. And where they're most likely to go, they are probably going to splinter into different kinds of factions. And and this this uh, solo show I'm doing on Conspiracy Skeptic, hi, I'm Conspiracy Skeptic Carl Mamer, um, we uh, are going to look at the possible ways, the possible ways QAnon is going to fracture. So I guess the most obvious way some QAnon believers will split is uh, they will basically just stand firm. Uh, I would call this the trust the plan splinter group. This group will just keep moving the date or dipping into sovereign citizens, pseudo legal fantasies about, you know, this one legal trick that will make Trump president. How long will this go on? Uh, well, you believe it or not, there are still people trying to fight the ratification of the 16th Amendment and even Ohio statehood. Trying to still fight that in the courts. And in case you're wondering, Ohio was granted statehood in 1803. So you can bet there are a lot of shut up and take my money QAnon members ready to fund Sidney Powell types for years or even decades into the future. There's some money to be made really by people who somehow got a JD despite having absolute shit for brains. The next group I would call the It Happened But in Secret. Some people who think the end of the world is coming will rationalize the second coming actually happened on the predicted date, but it happened in secret. So you'll probably find QAnon people dipping into the idea Trump got facial reconstruction surgery to look like Biden, or Biden was arrested, and to avoid execution, Biden agreed to be a figurehead and let Trump call the shots. They may even argue Biden is actually Trump's handpicked successor, and Trump needs this break to basically descend into the underworld slave dungeons like a modern Orpheus and drag Clinton's child sex slave minions into the light so they can face the judgment before QAnon's God. Some QAnons will probably uh, splinter into what I call the Our Earnest Faith Postponed It group. Cult cranks will square away the end didn't come as evidence some critical mass of the faithful convinced their god to postpone the horrors of the end. But it's it's still coming. QAnon people will probably spin it that they showed Trump he's got millions of Q-tips at the tip of his fingers, and the fight is probably better taken alongside him in the underground realm of the child sex slave overlords. Oh, and then you're probably going to get the what I call the what are you talking about? Mission accomplished. End of the world cranks will claim they didn't mean, you know, the 
end of the world was the end of the world, their job was to merely usher in the beginning of the end. By way of evidence, they'll point to like, oh, look, you know, we had a late spring, or, oh, there was a comet that month. So, see, it's obvious the end has begun. So in, in some QAnon minds, you know, Trump was actually able to defeat the evil child sex slave overlords, and Johnny Law was able to clamp an ankle monitor on Hillary. The next time she tries to lead a kindergarten class into the sex slave dungeons under a pizza parlor, the FBI will instantly know and arrest her. Trump has his eye on her. Their days of kidnapping kids and turning them into impossible burgers are done. Free at last, thank God Almighty, free at last. Then there's a group that's going to think, hey, it was all a test. So our end-of-world believers, they, they, they do sort of square it away as that their, their God wasn't actually going to destroy the world. He, he, it was just trying to see who were the truth faithful. And, by the way, didn't you make some nice friends along the way? This seems to be the strategy of that creep who is Q and, and his incel son. Uh, basically, they're arguing like, hey, forget you lost your jobs, your friends, family, and you're now in jail, or maybe you're even dead. You know, uh, uh, The reality is, you made, you made some friends along the way, so uh, it wasn't a waste of two, three years of your life. There's probably the what I call the Seventh Day Adventist option, or the well, lesson learned about date setting. But let's stay together and be something less batshit. So, so you know, many of these Q nuts are probably going to move on into I don't know, kind of well, <laughs> less batshit parties like the GOP, or maybe Trump starts his new Patriot Party, and they 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 jo- they join that. And finally, there's a group which I I think, obviously, we have the most to worry about. Uh, It's the We Gotta Make It Happen group. And and you will find, with a lot of apocalyptic cults, you know, if the world doesn't end, they they try to make it end through through violence or mass suicide. So, you know, Q people are going to think, okay, sure, Trump failed, but hey, you know, Moses never made it to the promised land either. But we got to take the fight to state capitals and the DMV and the grocery store. We got to blow stuff up, you know. It's just we got to kill and kill and kill until we remake the world in Q's vision. So, yeah, well, it's a bright, sunny future, I think. And anyway, that is my uh, hot take on where these QAnon people are going to go from your conspiracy skeptic. Carl Mamer. You know, I was, I was wondering, you know, if, if you could keep on because the force has got a lot of power and it, it makes me feel like, it, it makes me feel like. Uh,